0: Hey everyone, welcome back once again, I'm Zach, I'm Evelyn, and I'm Carlo. And we're here with a very special pre PAX edition. Woo! Woo PAX. We get to actually have like a gaming convention in our city. It's the coolest thing. It's
1: I mean it's it's like it's kind
0: not of only
2: like the A duh. gaming convention. It's the gaming, it's convention. Like yeah, the it's kind gaming of, convention. It's, it's like the
0: gaming convention. It's kinda like... taken over for E3 at this point. Like we had our E yeah. three discussion and we talked about like, eh, who cares about E three? Like PAX is kinda Here we are. PAX I mean, is kinda of the deal right now. Like way to go penny arcade. Yeah. You like turned from like, hey, we like video games, let's do a thing about it since we have a webcomic to like probably more people know PAX than know Penny Arcade. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I mean yeah, I had definitely read Penny Arcade before I ever went to PAX, but I don't read Penny Arcade and I go to PAX every year. Yep. And yep. I don't know a fucking thing about Penny Arcade. Yeah. They do great charity but, work.
1: But it's it, it's kind of like a um it's kind of just show how much the landscape of games have changed where it's like now uh, publishers are definitely more looking towards how do we interact with the consumer directly? Mm-hmm. How do we provide this service directly to the consumer? I mean, that's probably an argument about how things are more service based now than actually product based but uh, that's why PAX is blown up and like why you see E3 is like now trying to be PAX by letting people in but they obviously don't understand the fucking insane Trials of bringing people in and putting them in a small, tiny convention center. Yeah, Yeah, and and if there's one
2: thing that you can say for PAX and for the Washington State Convention Center, I mean, there's a lot of really big cons here, and they they know their shit. They know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, and
0: then, you know, another thing that we talked about as well with E3 in the past is it's kind of hard to compete with PAX in that PAX is already established. E3, for all the name it has, was still kind of a newcomer pax is already established as like this is the gaming community expo this is the one
2: yeah and one thing that pax has that i think e3 doesn't have is it has smaller games is a really big focus yeah like it's really amazing to be able to go up and be like oh my god i really liked your game to the people who wrote the game yeah it's very just like that
0: very indie and you know there's still a lot of like cultural stuff like they'll have various nerd culture stuff come in now like there's something for it's like almost a little bit of Comic Con in there. Like if I remember correctly, there's a little Game of Thrones thing. I forget if it's just the Telltale guys or they actually. It's probably
1: just in. it's probably just the Telltale. People, yeah, I but... remember
0: seeing a thing on like the <coughs> schedule and being like, "Oh, Game of Thrones! I wonder if they'll bring any of the the actors here for it. Maybe, maybe not. But it's like it's almost a a Comic Con light in some ways,
2: or a yeah. <laughs> heavy in that one thing that I, as a person who goes to Comic Con here, um.
0: Sorry, meant San Diego Comic-Con. Ah! Yeah, sorry. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And another thing that's really cool about PAX that I think it kills E3 at is it's not just focused on video games. So there's board Mm -hmm. games and card games and RPGs. And um, it used to be that Wizards had a humongous presence. They're not going to have it this year because they just spun up their own their own convention it, to compete with oh paths. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so that's why. So
1: we're not going to have a giant magic thing in there?
2: No. So magic is usually at the Paramount. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This yeah. year, Bungie has the entire Paramount, and magic oh, just has the. What? You know, in the convention. No, scenario, no, no, but, no.
1: I know. But, like,
0: what? Yeah. They're ve- they're very story. very oh. heavily pushing Destiny. Too,
2: oh, it's going to be all out, Destiny so. all the time. Drown me in Bungie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. So
1: that'll be
2: interesting. I, I mean, that game comes out, like, what, next week? So it comes out. It comes out. It's.
1: It comes Wait, out. No, it does it come is. out next week. It's next week. It's, it's next, next week, week. for PS for a uh, PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, uh, and then PC. I well, don't even know okay, when okay. PC. Enough, is but... at the end of October. Yeah. October twenty fourth. Wow.
0: For all intents and purposes, though, the game comes out next week. That's weird. yeah. So
2: why would they not hype it straight to hell at the biggest gaming convention? I in mean, the you United have States? yeah, you have
1: you have that uh, renting like... out
0: the Paramount for the weekend though. That's pretty heavy duty. It's,
1: Bungie has a. I mean, so Bungie they've got a fuck ton of money. So well, it's not Bungie like, doesn't have a fuck ton of money. Activision Blizzard has a fuck whoa, ton of money. Yeah, <laughs> like let, let's not let's not discount that it's not Bungie working on their own here. They are under Activision Blizzard because it's super weird now when I load up the uh, Battle Net into like Destiny. I was like, what?
0: Yep, that's um, a very, weird. very, very strange thing for sure. <laughs> but, but it's yeah.
2: cool and convenient because I mean, all love to Steam. The launcher is not amazing. No. Is, I have complaints, and I, I really mean, think that Battle.net yeah. is snappier.
1: The thing is, like, yeah, I, there's some stuff under like beneath the underneath the backend that kind of makes it that complicated. I assume, mm-hmm. especially with how long that that uh, Steam has been around,
0: it's a little bit bigger, certainly. Yeah, yeah, and it's
1: but it's like it's like is this gonna lead to um, more publishers, you know, releasing their own clients? Because like EA has Origin. Uh, Blizzard. Which everyone like, hates. Which everyone hates. <laughs> and always but will. It's, the thing is, like I think Origin got a pretty bad rap. It's actually not that terrible of a thing. It just turns out that it doesn't really have sales, which is one of the main reasons that people like Steam. Um, and then, yeah, you have like Battle.net, which I have, I have a feeling, I have a gut feeling that, um, not this Call of Duty, but the next one's going to appear on Battle.net.
2: I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's it successful. just makes sense. People love it. They have a, a- first tier game on there that everyone on earth has played or is playing
1: i mean so. i mean yeah between i mean between like you have like between like st- all the games that are on battle net like right now it's like you have starcraft you have overwatch right yeah that's yeah, the big one a, the... Uh,
2: overwatch is so successful that it, it basically made the success of battle net for a lot of people
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, are any of you guys uh omega thoning uh
1: no well, one of our friends is though yeah i saw no.
0: that i saw that Wait, today who? which is uh really cool well talk about it later all but, right <laughs> fair cause, cause he's not here and i don't want to yeah it's uh but no yeah we've we've known a few people who've omegathons i debated signing up this year except i, I suck at games yeah, yeah i so... suck too much
2: at games <laughs> see
1: i signed up but i forgot there was like an extra survey you needed to do so i was like oh whoops oh
0: yeah i i was just like looking and i was like do i click that checkbox or not hmm i am shit wow. at basically every game so I'm going to not yeah. do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm going to take credit for our friend, previous friend last year for getting to semifinals. Yes, was that was a helping, they, I was helping coach her. I was the
0: involved briefly in training for like solitaire or something just to practice. I
1: think it was the matching one. The, yeah. The matching symbols one set or something. Yeah, like set, that. set, yeah set, set, that's set. the one uh no yeah it's it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited to kind of see all the competitors come through and i'm excited to see what games i know that there was like a leaked list that came out uh a couple months ago or yeah. a month a month or two ago
0: i have never packed before ever i have no idea what i'm doing really i've never been oh a do you need do
1: wow you need a group? <laughs> uh,
0: i mean a group would certainly be helpful we'll see what happens i mean I'm i'm yeah. just kind of like Kind of willing to just sort of experience it, go in and yeah. as a total newbie and be like, "What is this?" Because you it's, are
2: going we, to be surprised. We,
1: I also, so I also, uh, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. Yeah, after, yeah. Sure. Um,
2: we have a lot to talk about. I know, <laughs> so much to get well, into.
1: Well, listeners, so we have
0: as we a have first IT, time yeah. Paxi, I'm sure my uh, my post show is going to be really
1: interesting. Yeah. yeah. For first time listeners, we we do have some potential content in the works and the pipeline for around packs. We'll yeah, see. we'll see what happens. We'll see if with we that. actually get it done.
2: We should make business cards. <laughs> oh, my god. That's how oh you know boy. you're serious. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Thought about it, but maybe next year.
0: <laughs> we'll get there. Someday. Uh, yeah, so, you know, that's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting to sort of play some of the games. I might actually... I, I've never played Destiny before, but it sounds like they're going to have a yeah. Destiny 2 for me to give a shot, and I'm excited to, to do that, to get some of the... Get some of that going. I'm excited to try out I, I know Super Mario Odyssey is going to be playable there. I heard about yeah. that, so I'm really excited to try out that. I'm a I'm I mean, y'all know I'm a really big Nintendo fanboy, so you know, I'm excited to see what
1: happens with that and be prepared to to barter, stab. Yeah, I'm never going to on the way. It's never going to happen. Of the line.
0: I, I'm sure it's never going to happen. Maybe I'll get some news about like the next DLC or something like that from Breath of the Wild. Finally finished the game, so that <laughs> was an <laughs> congratulations. Uh, no, I mean honestly, it was a it, it it was a weird thing with that. Where if you are listening or if you're thinking of playing it, I would honestly recommend not going for completion before taking on the final boss. Does no. that make sense? It, like, doesn't really make it doesn't, sense. It doesn't...
1: It doesn't. I mean, like, the process to completion, the time between getting to the part when you can finally attempt the final boss and the part to completion, that gap of, like, how many hours you put in is so wide. It's pretty gigantic.
0: It's the kind of thing where, you know, I, I, I went for not full completion. I didn't go for all 900 Korak seeds because fuck that... Uh, but i did like what well, was like you know i feel like once i go through ganon i feel like i'm gonna want to not really be as interested in the game for a little while like just that's what take happened a, to me yeah kind of take a bit of a break from it maybe come back for some trials of the sword in a little bit of time but take a bit of a break so it's like you know i want to clear all the shrines first i want to get all 120 of them uh so i spent a long time doing that and then by the time i went to go fight ganon it was like by the time you do that if you get all 120 shrines you are op as fuck like i mean it's... that that
1: boss fight's not even i mean that boss fight's not even that hard considering um like if you get all four shrines it just like
0: yeah if you i feel like you could it's it's tough enough i feel like there was enough difficulty there that i would have probably had somewhat of a tricky time if i had just done the main story beats where it yeah. bitten just the main four MacGuffins and the master sword. And that's kind of it. Like, you know, some shrines along the way, but that's kind of all I've yeah. really done. Uh, but doing all 120 was absolutely a mistake. It became
1: just a bit too easy because of that. Yeah. Like I do remember, like I didn't even complete 120 shrines. I think I was like in the high sixties or seventies when I first attempted it and it was a cakewalk. So Yeah. Um, that game isn't that hard, but uh, it is. Well, a lot it, of fun. it's weird. It's really hard, and then oddly enough, the boss stuff. The boss stuff isn't was never really that hard. Like yeah. the combat in the game is not the hard part. It's like the hard part is like figuring out the puzzles and figuring out how this cryptic riddle like is actually the secret to a shrine.
0: Yeah, and that sort of actually gets into a little topic I had thought about talking about. Uh, we'll come back to talk about some of the games you guys are playing, because I know that's something that you guys are really wanting to talk about. We've been to playing some stuff. Yeah, definitely. Carlo wants to really I talk about I don't want to talk it. about <laughs> jack shit for games. Fair enough. But w- sort of jumping in a little anything. bit to that, what I was what was interesting about playing it is that final boss, they've had to balance it in such a way that you can get to it really, really quick and complete it fairly quick. Like, it's still going to be hard as hell if you do it after completing, you know, one Divine Beast. Yeah. But uh, you could, you can do that. And because they've had to do that, it means once you've actually gotten pretty deep into the game, the final boss, you're just kind of like, once you figure out the mechanic, yeah. it's not that it's not hard that, to I mean, do. I mean, that's the mechanic the is very easy The question that to I perform. have
2: about this kind of thing is, like, they're smart. Why can't they scale the boss up for when you're further along in the game and increase the difficulty based on the number of shrines or the number of well? Nine because that you've been I through.
0: assume that is a coding difficulty. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's a memory issue, just because it's like
1: well, it's not even it's not even that. It's more of just like um the the thing that makes like that boss so difficult, really, or should have made that boss so difficult, if I remember correctly, which is kind of just knocking down its health bar. So like the only the only way you could increase the difficulty for that boss without making it necessarily just like unnecessarily hard is kind of it's it's kind of a gap, right? Cuz like you can scale the boss in terms of health or speed or whatever, yeah. but it's like it doesn't really make the game harder, it just makes the boss fight longer.
0: Yeah, and that's the that's the main thing that could have happened. I mean, what I would have liked to see and what I'm hoping Nintendo does to evolve their their Zelda in the future is add a bit more mechanics to the final boss fight. Like there, honestly, I think that was the biggest problem that I had with it is there wasn't a ton of mechanics there. And like, it, part of the reason it was so easy once you get that far is once you've done all 120 shrines, you've got a bunch of the combat mechanics down. Yeah, you've got a bunch of the like, all right, here, here's what I have to do for this kind of attack. Yeah, down. And there's not enough of like okay, once here, let me use this mechanic in this case, let me use this yeah. mechanic in this case, and I think that's a big
1: factor into
0: what what they'd like what they should do in the future to make it kind of scale a little bit better like one of the things yeah. that uh
1: well, I mean if you look at it, like the entire game became trivial once you yeah. learned once you learned how to parry slash dodge yeah um because those two mechanics in the game. I mean, first of all, pairing basically will deflect anything. Yep. Which just breaks breaks guardians. Yep. And be, they become super trivial, and you can get through that entire thing with a once you master lit. that timing. Yeah. Which
0: I never did necessarily do, but yeah, I, did, I only had to get it like one out out of every two or three times, which I was able to do. Yeah, I so it's, it was
1: not too hard. And then like the the dodge attack yep. into the slashes also very trivialized it. So like. I it made it I, satisfying. Yeah. Like yeah. it was
0: always satisfying to hit that. But yeah, it's the kind of thing where I would have liked to see a few more mechanics in that final fight. Like do it a bit more like or the even Destiny like, Raids did their boss fight. Granted yeah. I've never played Destiny, but just like watching people complete that It's not necessarily about how much you know about the game. It's about execution of these very specific steps. You know
1: what you need to execute, but it's just executing them was very hard.
0: Yeah, and it would be nice to, like, I understand that it's hard to sort of balance that. And I was wondering, like, the question I sort of had is, is that maybe a bit of a problem of being like, well, yeah, you can take it on immediately. Does that make it too easy? Because you can't expect that gamers have that kind of mastery well the thing I is mean, like i, I that... wish they had balanced more towards saying you should have that kind of mastery anyway and if you get in here and it's too hard sucks to be you uh you should have not yeah. done that i but... mean if you
1: look if you look at the speed runs people it's basically people going off the plateau using fun physics mechanics of the way mm-hmm. or the way physics and how that game world works which is so fun to watch um to launch themselves but I think like when it comes down to it, the boss fight when you're supremely under leveled and have no health, it's still it's actually fairly hard. It's a fairly difficult yeah. boss fight because none of the health like if you don't remove the health from that you get from doing all of the uh, the beasts, and you only have like what five hearts, three hearts. Uh, depend. Some, some well, ridiculously yeah, point, low amount. It it becomes like it becomes like that Maybe sort four. of thing mm-hmm. where you. It's like less. You you basically have to do flawless execution. You can't get hit. And you basically need to go through the entire that that entire sequence without taking much damage. Um, think going back to like the kind of general questions, it's it's hard to kind of say whether it's necessarily them opening it up from the very beginning because the boss fight doesn't necessarily change, but your actions in the world can make that boss fight easier or worse depending yeah. on the situation. And, and,
0: I guess that's the thing is they've chosen to balance so that it's possible at any time.
1: The thing is, like, I feel like even if they made it harder, it'd still be possible, right? Yeah,
0: it would still be, I mean, you know, it again goes back to the... But it depends,
1: like, what do you make, how do you make it harder, right? Yeah,
0: it again goes back to the, I think, adding more mechanics in order to damage it in the first place would be really helpful. Because it really is just the kind of thing where, because of the way that boss fight is set up, the only thing you can really do is make that boss fight longer.
1: Yeah, like, and... I feel like adding more mechanics, like what I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see you use every one of your abilities in a different way Yes, during absolutely. the boss fight. Because like, like, you didn't use much of the mechanics in the boss fight. It was like, sabity-sab, sab, 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 sab. All right, well, now there I'm were, on a horse. There was
0: one Cryosis attack that I had to use. Oh, yeah, I forgot was, about that. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. It would have been nice to do this for, you know, all of the abilities that you, yeah, did, that would have been a really fun thing to be like, okay, what do I have to do now? Okay, let me do. This. Or how do I, I how I do
1: I leverage do this? Like, it's like how it should have built on top of the way that the shrines and the beasts had worked, yeah, and would have been given would, would have been cool because then it doesn't really affect somebody that says like, oh, we want to speed run this game, right? Because someone that speeds and runs this game knows that they can potentially execute those mechanics and those Absolutely. different things in the game because they've played the game. But for somebody that is new to the game. Um, it still brings that difficulty curve where it's like you haven't you personally as the player, regardless of how many hearts you have, if you don't have the experience of knowing how to play the game in and of itself.
0: Yeah, you'd still have that yeah. challenge in executing. Uh, I do think that. Hmm Certainly it, it didn't really extend on it, but also it, it, it kind of had the feeling and I've seen this elsewhere, but. For better or worse, it felt like a JRPG final boss fight. Like <laughs> it, once you get to that point where you're powered up, the final boss fight is more of a formality yeah. than anything else. And it's just like, all right, well now, now here's our end game. Here's your point where you have to be done with the game at some point. So yeah, this is just that point. And
1: then you can like you can basically burn everything you've been saving the, for the past. Like you know. 60 hours. Yeah. And, and, in terms of like buffs,
0: for better or worse, I was more forgiving of it than I've seen other people be because of that fact because yeah. it was like okay, this is this now that I'm like okay, this is a JRPG boss fight, I'm sort of more all right with that. But at the same time, I I'm sort of used to those Zelda final bosses where it's like you have to use all of the knowledge you yeah. picked up through the whole game in this boss fight and thus you feel super accomplished when you're actually com- completing it.
1: Yeah, I do agree.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> that got uh, my thoughts out of the way. So like I said, let's come back. Carlo, I know you're very excited to talk about what games so, you've been playing recently. So. Um,
1: It is the beginning of the end of the rest of the year. Yes, we're about um, to enter holiday season. I have started looking through the games that are coming up Um, that I'm going <laughs> to have to play. And I'm starting to cry because I still haven't finished near Automata. There's just too many. And I still There's haven't always finished too many. Um, but the uh, thing I've been spending most of my time playing lately, um, the Destiny 2 beta on PC just came out. Um, How is that?
2: I've heard positives and it's, negatives.
1: It's it's Destiny.
0: Okay. For better or for worse?
1: Yeah, it's Destiny for better or for worse. But holy shit, it looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. That is a very a pretty like. game. Whew. Um there's not much when it comes down to the uh to yeah. the debate um, That's but the big I complaint mean, that I've heard. Is like, hey, I mean, this doesn't
2: tell me a single goddamn thing. No, it, it thing doesn't
1: about tell you anything about the game. It does, which like, in
0: fairness is probably all right for a beta. Honestly, for me, I don't
2: know. I think a beta is supposed to give you a taste of what the game is. I mean, it, it depends on it. it
1: depends on what betas are actually supposed to mean now. But yeah, apparently they don't actually mean what betas and mean. I don't
2: honestly know what the point of a beta for a game like Destiny Two is. That everyone's gonna fucking play. Like, why I think, bother? I
1: think it's it's a str- this one that? specifically is a server stress test. Yeah,
2: that was gonna be my first guess. Was I'm telling
1: you, like, because like. The reason it's an open beta and it's free, it's not a private beta like other places I've been doing, you want to get that stress test for people that are potentially not going to play your game because then you have way more people than you actually have Um there right yeah mm-hmm. which
0: is definitely fair it feels phenomenal load, from what i hear about the destiny 2 beta it feels like less of a marketing tool in the way that a lot of open betas are where they're like hey play a brief version of the game maybe you'll want to buy it later and it doesn't really feel like that in the same way as like yeah because i remember the biggest one that i've ever seen granted you know i'm not as in touch with the the beta stuff as then but i still remember the halo 3 beta was like Every single person I knew was playing the Halo Three yeah. beta.
1: I think I think the one most recently that could be pointed to that was the Overwatch beta. Okay,
0: yeah, that would be the <laughs> other one. Yes, yeah, those two would um, be the ones. The thing where is, I'd like, say,
1: yeah, the reason I think that like part of what Destin- Bungie wanted to do was a test the servers out because it's on it's now running. It's now technically running on BattleNet, so yeah. Blizzard now has a stake in this. And um, I don't know if anyone remembered the Diablo Three launch and that debacle. Oh, yeah. I remember there, some. Uh, of so yeah, the mess. so like, <laughs> so like that was kind of messy. But Overwatch, as far as I remember, wasn't that messy. I mean, there was a little bit of a DDoSing going on, and I imagine that's going to go on, but you can't really prevent that. Um, so that's interesting. But uh, in terms of yeah, in terms of the demo, it's just like a it's like a, two story missions, a strike, and two multiplayer modes. Um, one casual, one competitive, or what they have for competitive. Um, the reason I mostly wanted to see it was because I wanted to know how it felt shooting on PC because. If, if I do remember correctly, um, one of my praises for de- the original Destiny was, "Hey, this the shooting in this game is like the best for any console shooter out there. It beats out pretty much everything." I mean, um, that's
0: what Bungie is so great at yeah. is all of their controls just, just pulling feels the trigger, so yeah.
1: Um, and I had say that, yeah, it, it feels really good playing yeah, like on we were a saying, PC. It's,
0: it's Destiny for better yeah. or for worse. There's a
1: there's an interesting thing though where it's like apparently you can connect the controller, but it has aim assist. Hmm. Huh.
2: Oh, Which, to catch you up with all the PC, players. yeah, but that's but the interesting,
1: interesting thing is that people have been testing stuff out, and they're like, "Well, what if I make my mouse and keyboard appear to be a controller, and then Ooh, connect that?"
0: Uh,
2: that's, that's scary. That is
0: scary. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem in yeah, PvP for sure. If that's what do I'm that.
1: super interested to see if they're going to keep that when the actual game comes out, because it seems that's not a that might be an issue. Um, it's certainly been raised. I've seen that people been talking about that, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, other than that, it's it's a lot more Destiny. Um, competitive modes are now or multiplayer PvP modes are now four v four instead of three v three. Um, does they, that really yeah. affect balance? At uh, all? Not I would really. Imagine not majorly. Yeah, I mean, like it did probably for the control maps where there were like three po- points you could control. Um, in order to get points, but as far as that feels the same. But um, they did release a new mode that is much more like Counter Strike. Hmm. Um, in terms of gameplay, where you have two two sections where you want to set up. Is this the
2: part where you start talking about when are they going to introduce skins? <laughs> I mean,
1: like... We yes. Can, <laughs> I mean, there are auras you can get for your character, and there have always been, like... Basically, this... I mean, this is like an MMO, right? This yeah. is like yeah. half of the reason people play MMOs is so they can wear cool shit and show mm-hmm. it off to their friends. Absolutely. It's basically the same thing. It just happens to be that these clothes have stats attached to it, but they don't have loot boxes. It's The part of this whole thing is like you kill enemies, they drop yeah, yeah, loot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um,
2: It'll be interesting that we're going to know a lot more about this the next time we talk yeah. after PAX. Because yeah. Yeah. it's going to be such a heavy feature. Well, I I, 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 ha- ha- I h- highly
1: doubt that we're actually going to know much more of anything until the actual game comes out. Yeah,
0: I imagine we're also going to... Well, yeah, we might end up recording after the game comes out depending on what's going on, yeah. but we'll see. Uh, I'm also curious what they end up doing raid-wise. And I'm curious yeah. I know a lot of people are, have talked about like well, this was the best part about Destiny no, 1. Yeah. Raids uh, can, were
1: probably the best 1st person experience, first-person shooter experiences I've ever
0: had. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this, but the, you know, despite me never playing Destiny, watching some of the raids made me be like, I want to play Destiny. This yeah,
2: looks like so the much fun. that's the only fun. reason that I would want to play the game. They look amazing.
1: I mean, yeah, I I, I liked I I like Destiny. I'll just put it way. <laughs> no, I I I don't It's I, a it is a it is a loot game and for all its problems, I did appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, and for all the things where I was, I, honestly, there was a, uh, a point of time where I, I, despite me never playing Destiny and not really wanting to play Destiny, I was also reading almost every article published about it, talking yeah. about the things that they were doing right or the things that they were doing poorly. And it was like, it's just really, really fascinating because there was so much buildup about like, this could be such an amazing game.
1: Yeah,
2: and then once Taken King came out, it was. Yeah, once yeah, Ta- yeah once <laughs> Taking King came out
1: and, and it wasn't an amazing they game, but it's that but were. that's what should have been released. Yeah. it wasn't a great game, but it was, it was it at that point it was it would have been considered a great game if it had come out like that.
2: That's one of the things that I think I personally am excited about for Destiny Two, and I think a lot of people are as well. Is that they learned so much so yeah. fast. I really I really
1: hope that they did because like, I mean. There's no
2: way that they didn't take all of that stuff that I they mean, learned from Taken King and put it into Destiny 2. But you 2. you have to and wonder also if they there's the rumor that the, Destiny Two wasn't supposed to be a standalone game, it was supposed to be another DLC and another DLC and Destiny was supposed to be a ten year game or something like that.
1: That well Destiny Destiny They're was really always rumor, Destiny was always always it. supposed yeah. to be a ten year game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Destiny Two is like was not necessarily meant to be an expansion. It was there was always gonna be a Destiny Two. It just was going to come out again, and then you were going to move to the next one. The, the thing I, I'm concerned about is that if they – and I don't think they did. I think they d- redid all of their tooling for Destiny because that was the major problem with the original one where yeah. in order to, like, load a map previously for a developer or, like, a level designer, you had to leave your computer on overnight, and it would take 24 hours just to load oh, a map. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> because of the inefficiencies. <laughs> and, like, I hope that's what they fixed because – if you can turn Destiny into a more living game, I think that is actually gonna be, it's gonna be what 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 throws that into like you that know that would be quite awesome a game changer. Thing. Yeah, I would mean definitely be a big deal. It's gonna I'm, be interesting to see. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. interesting how they react to Anthem when it comes out. I wonder Are you play how it on they're console. What Destiny? Yeah. No PC.
0: PC? Yeah. I was. I, We're I wonder. We're all waiting. I wonder how they're going to handle.
2: I wonder how they're going to
0: handle just, like, their equipment system in general. Because that was... I mean, obviously, they cleaned it up a lot for Taking King. But I remember yeah, reading... It's, it's, that was sort it's, of the it's, thing it's, it's that changed. It's still the light. It's the with, light stuff. So. Yeah, it changed a little bit, at least, with well, every DLC. Like, even Wrath of the Machine, I think, changed it slightly. It didn't really
1: change it as more just release new loot. But, like, yeah, there were little different patches to each one. I mean, originally, like, the way that leveling worked, it turns out, like, what didn't matter was your level and what really mattered was the level attached to your equipment. Yeah. Um, Because like leveling up to 30 was like not hard or 40 or whatever or not and that kind of unlocked abilities but then your gear kind of unlocked how much like how like extra stuff that would then is your actual level when you need to get into stuff and they still have the light level stuff like you have to be 200 um, but there is still a minimum level that is attached to it. It kind of sucks that they still have that Um, But they did definitely redo a lot of, like, how items work, um, the different buffs you can attach to it. Um, They definitely changed, like, the difference between, like, primary and secondary weapons. Now it's more of, like, you have a kinetic weapon, which doesn't do any elemental damage. Hmm. Um, And that's your primary, that's, like, your first weapon. It can be uh, all sorts of different guns. And then you have your, you have an elemental weapon. Um, and then, like, a heavy elemental weapon.
2: Yeah, a lot of people I know who are playing the console beta had a lot to say about that. Yeah, because it's... Because you, you're heavy yeah. and sniper go in the same slot. Yeah. And that's a broken, broken system.
1: It Well, I think it adds a little bit of balance to PvP. Because before, you could go in with a sniper rifle and a, sh- and a rocket launcher. You don't start with heavy ammo in the game. You have to In you have PvP, to you have to pick it up. But that was basically like the blowouts that everyone had were basically it's like you either had like a DMR like a DMR which is scout rifle or um, the uh, handgun not the handgun well like there the was the one that was pistol. I think it was called
0: thorn that was like horrifically I mean there, were,
1: there was also Gallahorn, which yeah, is like
0: which I remember is just like oh yeah this is just the broken gun yeah
1: but it's like I, I kind of like the fact that you have the, snipe, the sniper rifles and heavies in the same spot means you can either be a long range or you can be the like destructive person on the team
2: that works for PvP, but it makes it a lot more complicated for playing for PVE.
1: And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. For PVE, it's kind of shitty in the sense that yeah, you don't have sniper rifles and you and you don't have like a backup like oh here's my gr- here's it's like my grenade launcher or uh, rocket launcher. Yeah. Um, that all said, uh, as a, as a person that played Destiny One, I rarely used either of those guns. It's <laughs> fair. I was definitely... This is
2: one of those things that really depends on who you talk to, if they care about this or not. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, I was definitely more of, like, a scout rifle person. I was, like, precision. So, like, if I'm going to use a gun anyways, it was probably going to be a sniper rifle. Um, That said, I do like some of the changes to fusion rifles, so...
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I read almost every article that came out about it just because it was so fascinating to watch the game develop. So I'm very curious to see what happens with Destiny 2. I think that's going to be... Definitely a really, really interesting experience. By the way, I'm holding off on talking about games that I'm playing because I've basically only been playing Jackbox games with friends. It's summer. Yeah. Uh, if there are friends coming over, it's like, Cool, what game do you want to play? Well, we can play Mario Kart or we can play a jackbox game and then that's basically okay. the games I'm yeah. playing.
2: Eight seconds later everyone's went strong. Yeah, so phones.
1: like yep. The C D T B it's taking a lot of my life. Um, as is a custom for me every year, um, around this time is when I've determined games are finally going to start coming out again is madden uh
0: yeah i might actually buy fifa yeah i'm of. So, i think I, I, i'll i think i'm gonna do it yeah
1: so the interesting thing about madden why i wanted to bring it up was it has a single player mode like you know like sometimes yes, it, that that's is really interesting that is way like as has been quoted by other people on the internet way better than it actually has any right to be yeah
0: I, I heard it was actually
1: like it's like NBA two K. Yeah, it's NBA two. k This like, is
2: actually the thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, NBA two K eighteen. Uh, what about it? It doesn't have the Sonics.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> Ouch.
2: Ouch. <sighs> that that's a
1: little bit that hurts so me down
2: to my down to my core. The players who played for the Sonics when that's you go salty. and find oh them, I did
1: hear
0: about this. Sean Kemp is in a Thunder jersey.
2: They're They're playing for fucking Oklahoma. <laughs> it's bullshit.
0: Yep. Sean, it's uh, it's K-
2: genuinely infuriating. As a person from who's lived in Seattle my entire life, I would burn a pile of NBA 2K18 discs before I would play because those motherfuckers took out my team. Living. Yeah, Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn. <sighs> yeah, that that's that's that hurts fucked. me. That's real yeah, fucked. Yeah, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. They in- were
2: both like, hey, I don't remember ever wearing that fucking jersey. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you didn't.
0: Mm. Ugh. That's just w- look, we're we're all from here. We're not ever going to not be bitter about it ever. I mean, no. it's just, to it's be just fair, I'm not from stab. here,
1: but I I definitely share some of the bitterness. <laughs> yeah, you pick it up. I pick through osmosis. There, there's it no up.
0: way you couldn't.
1: Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, Madden. Yeah. So story, Madden, so, yeah, it interesting it's, it's called Longshot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting. You played through college too, which is what's no, especially weird, not right? Re- not really. It's flashbacks to college. Oh, okay. So like, part of this this whole story is about like this guy that ends up through various reasons um i don't really want to spoil it because like the story is really the huge part of this is that like you you end up playing this guy that ends up on this tv show that makes it a long shot to make it to the nfl draft and basically pairs him with like a coach and whatever and there's like various wacky things that go on um like the main antagonist in this is like an evil tv producer that's just trying to get ratings Hmm. and like holy shit whoever that actor is does an amazing job at me wanting to stab him in the face (laughs) it is a is real good um, and, yeah, you have the very stereo- good skill. You have the stereotypical stuff, like your best friend that's, like, trying to help you along, who happens to be your your main wide receiver and has been <laughs> since you were, like, six years old. Hmm. Uh, you're have, QB. have they ever
2: had, like, a campaign before? So,
1: no. So, most of the stuff had... <laughs> Franchise was, yeah. like, the closest
0: for the longest or like, time. yeah Or,
1: like, create a player mode, right? Yeah. And this right. one is, like, this one is actually going back to, like, the stuff that they've been doing in 2K, in, like, NBA 2K, which is, like, hey, we have like, these these story modes where it's, like... I remember the first time that it, like, really came to light was when it was, uh... I think it was 2K... 2K16 or 2K15 with, uh... One of the two, yeah. What, what was his... What's his face? That one director that, um, like...
2: Um... We want to talk about a shitty game. That one <laughs> Who's that one director
1: that makes it, like, oh... I forget... No, oh, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. It was Lee. fucking Spike Lee's shit. And that was a terrible story. Yeah, it was not great. It was pretty terrible. And, uh... 2K17 has something very similar. I think it might have been 2K16. Um, but yeah, Longshot has that sort of same deals. You don't really play much Madden throughout the rest of the whole of it. A lot of it's like quick time events, which kind of suck. And a lot of it does test your knowledge on football and does have the a, like a coach or this mentor figure kind of explain to you the different things about football as you play. Yeah, it seemed so,
0: like it was a little bit of... From what I've seen of it, granted, having not played it yet it seemed like it was a little bit of test how much you know football yeah and then b teach you how to play the game a little bit
1: not really how to play the game or but at least a lot like more a lot more better about uh, it. yeah a lot more about reading offenses reading yeah, defenses yeah. and kind of like going like all right so how do you, how do how does it actually work to be an nfl quarterback um it's su- it's super interesting um i really I, I enjoyed it um it's not like a really great campaign it's like a couple hours long and it's like it does kind of get corny and sappy but it's like just the right amount it doesn't overdo it um and it it, it is kind of it is a very cliche or very tropish but i did sure. i did i do like what this kind of says that could happen in the future because like this honestly could have been like a 10 to 15 dollar like extra side content thing that you could buy standalone and i think that would have been cool uh but they're releasing it as part of the full game yeah, which is nice which is which is nice um and yeah there are things are things that, are things that ho- hook back into like the Madden ultimate team card game stuff um but yeah it's it's super it was it was super interesting to play through it and I actually really uh I thought it was pretty good cool um so yeah there's that and I think, lastly, uh, I just picked up today Mario Rabbids. I can't really <laughs> say anything about it because I played, like, all of, like, three minutes.
0: Yeah, we're dating this a bit, but that just released today.
1: Yeah, and then, like...
2: I usually release these videos the day after we record them. Yeah,
0: day after, something <laughs> like that. But when I have time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, But yeah. dating it a bit. I mean, there's that, and then, like... I have to also play XCOM Two's new expansion, which I hear is really good.
2: Yeah, I've heard really good things about that.
1: Which means I have a lot of tactical strategy a, yeah, games say, in my you, you life right now. You
2: basically
0: have a lot of like tactical cover-based, turn-based shooters. Yep. In
1: your future. Yep, and yeah, and since I'm I'm going on a long flight, um, in a in about a week, I also have downloaded a Tacoma to play on the flight. Ooh, that's gonna be really interesting so I'm gonna, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back and report on how I like that, but I've heard very positive things.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's going to be very, very interesting to hear about. Because I I feel like we've talked about Tacoma uh, several times on this podcast. Yeah, I've brought it up a couple times. been thinking about, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a really interesting game. Very interested to see what happens with it. So I'll yeah, be I mean, very interested to hear your thoughts about that. Fulbright's a pretty be, cool company, so. Since you'll be, you know, spending a lot of time with it on a plane. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure I'll just get through the game and see and see how that comes yeah, out. Yeah, well, what it's like... Four hours, so, yeah, four I six it was like hours, four to six, yeah, something like that. Six if you push it, I think.
0: Okay.
2: So real quick, let's do a lightning round. What is the thing you're most excited about at Pax?
0: Shit. Uh, well, again, I'm a Pax newbie. I'm just excited to kind of experience it, just kind of see see what it has to offer. I haven't really looked into it too much at all. I have no idea. I've just you know talked with people who've been a couple times before and been like. When I've been like, okay, what should I know? And they'd be like, uh, you're you're going to have a great time. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all that's, right, cool. That's uh, not a
1: great – that's not great
2: it's advice. It's a little difficult to describe in their defense. No, well, no, no. Well, that's to, that's
0: yeah. what I think is more happening is that a lot of the people I've talked to have just been like,
2: eh, you'll be fine. I think it's like the
1: first time you go, it's it's completely overwhelming, it's especially completely, at this scale. Like I went when it was much, much smaller, Yeah, and it was like – even then, it was so like wow. There's so many things to do. I mean,
2: honestly, it's still completely overwhelming. Going yeah. so like yeah. on the main show floor, it's like sardines in there.
1: Yeah, though i i, oh. I de- my my strategies have definitely changed as I've been to more consecutive Pax's, and I have, I don't know, like for some reason it's like i become less and less interested i guess this is more answering your question less and less interested about stuff that's on the main floor and more and more interested about the straight indie to games.
2: indie games yeah <laughs> that's mine well, too I mean, i'm
1: not, mine's not i'm not necessarily gonna go straight to indie games i usually just have i set that aside for like usually some of the busiest times like friday saturday and i obviously have a bunch of panels that i want to go to like there are, are panels by other game journalists that i like i like viewing um
2: yeah there's gonna be a lot of good stuff to see yeah um the panels look super good this year yeah
1: but like the thing yeah, the thing that I'm like I don't I don't necessarily go to much anymore. It's like I rarely ever actually wait in line for a lot of these games that I know that I'm probably gonna play them when it comes out. So I don't think there's no reason for me to sit sit there and watch this demo. Um or like get shirts that I'm never gonna wear. Yeah,
2: that's yeah, fair. it's like I paid fifty dollars for this ticket. I'm not gonna stand in line for four hours yeah. to play a game that I don't
1: Yeah. Or to oh. go to
0: a booth to get a thing so, and talk yeah. to somebody uh, for like two seconds and shake their hand and then like, bye, see you never again. Yeah.
1: In the rare occasion that this does go up uh, tomorrow, I don't know <laughs> if it, that's rare or not. No. Actually. I, it, it, it's probably yeah. more probable. Probable. Um, uh, in Freeway Park, I want to say... So like Freeway Park is like that kind of park open area right next to the convention center um, for anyone that uh, either knows Seattle or just is kind of curious what I'm talking about. But I think... If I remember correctly, let me look this up. But there are going to be a par- couple of my uh, parkour friends that are going to be going I to PAX.
2: I saw that there's going to be some sort of parkour meetup Yeah, there's on a Facebook. Pa- PAX
1: parkour jam um, that's <laughs> is happening. Is it like
0: Mirror's Edge sponsored or no, no, no. We, we, it's, it's,
1: me, it's me and a couple, like not me personally, but like a couple people I know from uh, Parkour Visions, which is a gym here in Seattle that does yeah, yeah, parkour. Yeah, I'm aware of it. but um, We're just going to go... Freeway oh. Park and jump around
0: because it's fun.
2: That's Freeway awesome. Park is a cool park.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see some of the uh, some of the cosplay stuff too. Just because I've only ever seen pictures of it, and it's going to be interesting to kind of experience that in person. The
2: saddest thing for me as a cosplayer about Pax is that it doesn't have that much cosplay at it.
0: Yeah, I, it's definitely not to the level of, like it's not Emerald a comic con or yeah. anything like that. But I, it does have certainly. Some. And, you know, I've never been to any sort of convention.
2: God knows I'll be wearing cosplay. Can't (laughs) stop me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So it'll be interesting to sort of see that play out because I've never like despite me being downtown, I'm usually in an office building all the time. So I don't really see that. So I'm excited to have that going on. But honestly, I'm just excited to kind of be like it's weird that I've lived in Seattle and been a nerd for so long and haven't been to pack. So I'm just excited to yeah. be like, All that is right, super weird. I mean, finally you, I'm finally, yeah. I'm doing it.
1: Thing is you, have missed out on like, so the many, many things like going through the loot line multiple times in order to complete your cards against humanity's pack. <laughs> or, yeah. Cards against yeah. humanity's deck pack.
2: It's just not the same anymore
1: without being able to steal a bunch of free shit. Essentially.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, there is, there is have been actually, there's been the, a, there's the been less bags
2: have been so shitty the last couple of <laughs> years. No, no, the, it's the, a s- disgrace. The
1: swag bags were shitty all the way since that cards against humanity debacle.
2: It was a debacle.
1: It was a debacle. It
2: used to be that they had um, magic boosters. Yeah. And they stopped doing that shit, but, too. But they,
1: but they still kept giving magic boosters out. Like, people would just give magic boosters all the time.
2: Yeah, it was just cool to get them in your bag. And everyone would yeah. get the mm-hmm. bag, and you'd take it out and be like, look at the shitty cards that I have. And you'd be like, yeah, my cards are shitty, too.
1: <laughs> and then, like, some person goes like, hey, hey, I hey, for 0.3 hey, I, pull, I just pulled, like, a $300 rare card. that never that happened. It never does. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe it for a second. Um, but yeah, there's... I don't give that yeah, shit away. You miss, you miss out on some of that stuff. I mean, not if it's, like, legit booster packs. Um not like they not pr- they not they were not promo the packs, not booster not, packs. not yeah. I I I got promo, I got booster packs, last packs, for answering trivia questions.
2: Oh yeah, I mean in the swag bags. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, they only packs, had yeah. Um,
1: packs. so you miss out on that. You'll miss um, <laughs> uh you're gonna you'll miss out on a uh, fucking firefall.
2: One of my favorite <laughs> memories from <laughs> packs. It's just like packs. kind of
1: looking at the looking at that going like how like there's a there's like a meme going around. At the very like early oh. when I first started packs, so it's like, how big can the firefall booth get? because yeah. it just kept getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. Yeah, and then now that got replaced by World of Tanks, and you're kind of wondering like, oh, how God. big can that shit get? Yeah, pretty
2: damn big. They make a lot of money. One of my favorite memories from packs is a couple of years ago when Battleborn was like gonna oh. be the big thing, <laughs> and they look, had look what the, happened to that. They had the biggest fucking booth. Oh, Never was it was... was it
1: the dinosaur that you could take a picture on and shit? No,
2: that was something else.
1: No, that was definitely it. No,
2: uh, was it?
1: Yeah, I think that was Battleborn. War- that was Gearbox. Oh
2: no, it wasn't. It wasn't a dinosaur. It was like some sort of weird, yeah, other, like, dinosaur-like it, monster. But it, it wasn't yeah, a yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a monster yes. you
1: could ride. Yes, and like take a picture. And on. they gave
2: out the best swag. It was the best fucking booth at the convention. And then six months later, that game is dead. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> it was it was such a rise and fall. I mean, that's
1: like that's most of that's most of those like super big games that like are like that weird early access thing. They have big booths that packs, but turn out not to be very great. Um, but yeah, like it's like I don't know if I'm personally gonna be waiting in line to play like Assassin's Creed when no. it's gonna come yeah, out in a few I, I'm, months.
2: Or like, I'm not going d- do you remember last year the thing or people Odyssey stood in line forever for was Dreadnought? Now I don't know a single thing about that game.
1: Oh, is that that? Yeah. So I I actually went in. Th- I g- I went in through the line once, and then we got invited to their after party.
2: Oh,
1: it was. How was it? Okay. Eh. They. I mean, there was a bar. <laughs> I There's free so. food. It was an open. It wasn't an open bar.
2: No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> but it was, I would uh, hope it not. was more. It
1: was more like tickets. Like you, they gave you tickets and you could drink mm-hmm. from the bar. But um, uh, that game was that game was like super interesting. But it just I definitely did not see it going anywhere because no, it was everyone it was interesting. Everyone their mother was, was like, standing yeah.
2: in line for that game, and I was like, y'all didn't learn anything from Battleborn. Well, that's because everyone everyone
1: <laughs> wanted the everyone wanted the stupid um light lanyard. That's where they came from. Oh yeah yeah yeah, that's right. The red and blue ones? That's what everyone wanted. I have a, I had like I've like a bunch over at home that I never like
2: <laughs> use. I have so many lanyards sitting around my house from these stupid conventions <laughs> I go to.
0: Yeah, that's definitely where most lanyards in my life I've seen I come have just from. <laughs> a
2: stack of them with the still the badge hanging off of them yeah. on yeah. like the post of my bed like the, 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 the.
1: Yep, that's definitely me as well. But yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for, for games. Um, I'm super excited to see to talk to people. Um, I think one of my highlights last year was talking to the guy that made a uh, Stardew Valley and just thanking oh, him. Oh yeah, because uh, that was like that was a game I played a lot of, and yeah. Um, it's gonna I'm, be an interesting experience. It's gonna be am, an interesting experience. I am
0: nervous. I'm excited in many many forms. It's gonna be an interesting time yeah. for the newbie.
1: It's weird yeah. as as. And I wouldn't even say like I'm a grizzled veteran because I've only been going for like maybe five, six years. But it's like at this point, it's like, <sighs> you know what to expect. <sighs> fuck. <laughs> yep, it's
2: like, here we go again.
1: <laughs> like, I like it and I'm going to do it. But fuck.
2: I'm going to have an awesome time and I'm going to be really, really tired. Yeah, That's why I'm then, not going Monday this year. I need a day to like recover. Yeah,
1: I'm actually I'm like flying out 4 a.m. on Tuesday.
2: Yeah. You're going to have a fun you... <laughs> time. <laughs> Jesus
1: yeah i'm I
2: hope you can sleep on a plane,
1: I mean the plane ride's gonna be like fourteen hours, so
2: I so especially really hope you hope can, you can sleep, sleep on a plane. plane, yeah, well,
1: it's like i i have I'm gonna play through Tacoma, we'll see how that goes. I have a couple other games that i I can play through on my laptop, so we'll see
0: cool, all right, well, we'll uh talk to you folks after the experience is done, and uh it's definitely gonna be a very interesting time for me.
1: Yeah, and then and more games are coming out. Yes,
0: so many, so
1: like,
2: much. To we're gonna talk have about. so much, so many indie games to talk about after PAX. Yeah,
1: we're I mean, gonna have like a we'll have billion indie billion things and things to then, talk about, and then we'll also have like, we'll be playing games because like I'm looking at my list right now and I'm crying.
2: Uh, speak for yourself. I, no <laughs> <free
1: time. laughs> I feel that.
0: All right, well, happy PAX, everyone. Uh, we'll see you we'll, next. We'll see time. you on the other side.
2: See you
1: on the other side.
0: Bye. Bye.